Welcome to Reactive. Uh, my name is Henning, and I am here with Raquel. Hi, everyone. Hello. How are you? I'm doing well. I feel sad that Khalil's not here. He's yeah. sick. Yeah. He needs to take a break. A yeah. nap. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully Good he'll nap. be he'll be up and running again shortly. So next week. Yep. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Definitely by next week. Yep. Hopefully. Probably sooner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, unfortunately, he's not. See, I think here's what the ha here's the problem, right? He's been going on so many spy missions lately mm -hmm. that he has to actually take a break. Self care is very important, yeah. even for spies. He has a full full schedule coming up. I mean, uh, he's got all these uh, speaking engagements, and then he was on this this thing last weekend with Microsoft for the um, yes. organizers of user groups. So. From from what I gathered on Twitter, he had a good time. So I'm I'm curious to hear about it. But we'll have yeah, to wait, wait another week, I guess. Yeah. I wanted to know if he like, you know, snuck off with like large bags of money. <laughs> that would be so useful for someone. Yeah. <clears throat> maybe. Or for some people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm just saying I could survive off of pizza yeah. for the rest of my life. I'd be okay with that. I would. I would be totally okay with that. Oh goodness! Yeah. So, so what's happening? Well, I'm just, I'm just glad to be here today. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. I, I don't know. Everybody knows. Sort of. I am just perpetually tired. Although I have to say, it is getting, it is getting a lot better. The little one sleeps through the night, which is actually unbelievable. Yeah. But, um, yeah. It's, it's actually, it's weird. When she started doing that, I had to. I couldn't sleep through the night. I actually went and checked on her because I'm like, there's something wrong. So, but there isn't. And she's, she's just snoozing from about eight to six. So what? it's amazing. Yeah. Oh I always God. used to say like, you know, these parents that say, oh yeah, my, my child's sleeping, you know, from two months on, she slept through the night or he slept through the night. I'm like, yeah, you're full of crap. <laughs> 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 but now yeah, I know. No. It it That's, does exist. <laughs> does happen. Well, I guess you just had to go for you know kid number three first. Yeah, I guess. So got to happen to get a chill one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so really, statistically speaking, one in three children will have this. There you go. Ability. There you right? go. Right. I mean, we have. It, it's a scientific study right here. Statistics. <laughs> right. Yeah. Three kids. One of them is willing to sleep through the night at two months so obviously one in three children uh 33 percent of children sleep through the night uh, yeah. at two months you heard it here it's true that's right. that's, <laughs> that's math for you all yeah. but Bam. the reason i'm actually still still tired or or you know is just there's a i think i've said this before but there's a lot of uh, carrying going on because she just likes to she just likes to hang out and walk around it's so funny because when i'm sitting and holding her like facing away from me, which is what she likes, she like makes this motion to like get up and go. You know, I don't want to be sitting here, so I have to walk <laughs> through the house with her. And you can imagine, I mean, she's she had eight pounds to start out with, and uh, she has a few more now. And um, so holding holding a baby and walking through the house is um, actually good exercise. And <laughs> and I yeah. have I started wondering, you know, because. Sometimes it's actually a lot of walking. And uh, so I started wondering how much walking I'm actually doing. So I got a Fitbit. And um, 
That's awesome. <laughs> and that is uh, so cool. it is unbelievable. It is about 10 kilometers a day. <gasps> no way. Yeah. And I leave the house twice to do maybe some shopping, drop the kids off and go and pick them up again. So there's not, the majority of the walking happens in the house. <laughs> I was like, that, wow. So for our, our, our American friends, uh, that's uh, just over six miles. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. That's huge. It is. Huge. Yeah. Oh, man. I used to have a Fitbit. Yeah. And then uh, I got I got tired of it <laughs> because I didn't I, I felt like I didn't want to have to uh, fit some machines ideal of expectations for myself. Ah, you know, okay. like because yeah. like you sit there and you try to game it. Right. You're like, oh, gosh, I'm, I'm at the four dots out of five. Right. I need I need just enough. Like, I don't know, because I think it's 10,000 steps or something is like the. The that's base. like the predefined and, default goal yeah. yeah yeah so you're like okay it's at four dots i need two thousand steps mm-hmm. how do i do this right and then you're just like well maybe i'll just run up and down the hallway a billion times <laughs> or go up and down the stairs a whole bunch of times or because i was living in this uh we were living in a flat at that time that had it was um kind of a railroad car uh, style architecture so like there's one hallway mm-hmm. and then every room goes off of the the one hallway so there isn't really a lot of space to just move around so I would just go up and down the hallway back and forth and the dogs would look at me like I was totally <laughs> crazy like what are you doing you're like one of us you're just walking back and forth and back and forth even dogs don't do that sit down lady sit down <laughs> um, so yeah and then and then I just got to the point where I was like I don't care. I want to care, you know. So how long? How long did you have it? I think about six months. Oh, that's that is quite. That's way longer. I've had it for like a month and a half or two or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's funny because like a lot of the marketing I think for Fitbit and similar devices are like this will help you like be excited about your goals and uh, keep you moving and da, da 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 And it's like totally true until I'm tired of the thing telling me that I still haven't met expectations. Yep. And I, I and figured then- that that point would come at some point, you know, where, okay. Mm-hmm. Because in, in the beginning, yes, it is sort of a gamification, especially if you're doing it with someone else. Like my wife got one too <laughs> after I had one. And um <laughs> You know, and, and it's it's like with everything in, in life, right? Once you become more aware of it or aware of the thing that you want to become aware of, um, stuff becomes more apparent, right? And and mm. the same thing with this. It's like you, it gives you sort of an approximation of how many calories you're burning and then you watch your food a little more and you're like, okay, I'm eating more calories and I'm burning, hence I'm gaining weight or the other mm. way around, right? And Right, right. Um, <clears throat> so we, we're still in the phase where it's fun and it is, yeah, hey, I have to, you know, do another thousand or something like that, you know. And um, <laughs> But I'm sure that point will come too where it's like, eh, whatever, damn thing, you know. Yeah. Well, then, the other thing was, well, which one did you get? Uh, it's, it's called the Fitbit One, I think. It's very basic. Okay. Yeah, I just is, keep it in does my it, pocket. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I had one of the the wrist ones, yeah. um, and the other thing was I just don't like carrying things on my wrist. Yeah, same here. I, I I don't wear a watch. I haven't worn one in years. Yeah, and I could not have that on my wrist. Yeah, 
But like the other thing was that bugged me is that I do a lot of non uh, walking or running related sports activities Mm -hmm. and none of it would count. (laughs) Right. And I was like, look, I'm rowing two miles a day. Like, shouldn't I count for something? Or I'm climbing for 45 minutes. Shouldn't that count for something? Of course not, because you're not actually walking according to the thing. Well, I mean, Um, I thought it was also cool because at the time when I was, when I got it, I had, you know, horrible sleep pattern because of the little one. mm -hmm. And I was like, it it said, you know, I didn't read it carefully, of course, but it said it it does, you know, it keeps track of your sleep. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, that's cool. How does it do that? You know? And then when I got it, I'm like, okay, when you go to sleep, you push this button. <laughs> yes. When you wake up, you do this. And I'm like, I can't do that. I wake up five times a night. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, oh, and and this was the other thing. Uh, so I had the, the wrist one. And you're supposed to, like, double tap it or something to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And then double tap it to wake it back up. Oh, but yeah. if you move your arm fast enough or like accidentally bump into something or whatever it could register as a double tap and then you're like walking doesn't register it just thinks you had a really horrible horrible nap you know (laughs) like (laughs) you're like this is ridiculous so anyway so it's not it's not perfect yet obviously um but But it it, was uh, fun so it fun. is fun. It is like I said. We're in we're in the phase where it is fun, and it actually has helped. Uh, I've lost considerable amount of weight, and uh, so it's you know it's working, and we'll see how long it lasts. I guess yeah. it's it's with with all this exercise equipment, you know. I mean, I I wouldn't call this exercise equipment, I guess, but it's you know you get it, you're all into it, and then a few months mm-hmm. later, it's collecting dust. So yeah. Oh well. well if nothing else. Uh, like walking is one of those things that as long as you have two legs, you can do, yeah. right? Well, not, <clears throat> not always, but, but, you know, for the most part, it's one of those things that you don't need to necessarily need to get any sort of workout equipment to be able to walk. Right. Um, and, uh, Hey, if your kid likes it when you walk, it's a pretty healthy thing to do. That's exactly. pretty okay. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Better than, than your kid being like, I will not hang out I, I like i will not behave until i see you eat an entire pint of ice cream <laughs> right like that would be totally deadly <laughs> i mean be delicious for about a week and then yeah. <laughs> yep so yeah this, that's oh, my good. my first experience with uh, with a wearable and uh mm-hmm. interesting i mean it's uh it's an interesting market and yeah i'm sure there's yeah big things to come in there when it starts, you know, keeping track of all sorts of other things without you having to interact with it intentionally. Yeah. So Yeah. Also be careful not to leave it in your pocket uh, in the laundry, when you yeah. wash the clothes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not speaking from personal end. experience. Oh. <laughs> no. No, it doesn't yeah. totally ruin everything. Um, yeah. All right. So. I will try to remember. (laughs) So, uh, I don't know what else is happening. That's a quick summary of my doings. (laughs) Mm, um, Yeah, not too much. Uh, I, so, I did see this really entertaining thing. Um, I don't know if you've seen this, but on Twitter and through other avenues of things, there's, um, 
there have been these. So you know the O'Reilly books? Yep. With like an animal on it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know. Insert some very technical thing here. Like, you know, right. no JS for rhinoceros. I don't know, or something. Yeah. Um, so somebody, there's a, there's a Twitter account called Practical Developer. And they've created these really awesome uh, kind of fake O'Reilly covers. Um, and they're kind of going around the internet right now. And so, like, there's one with, like, a kitten on it. And it's essential changing stuff and seeing what happens. And it's like, you know, like, like just like basic little things. Like there's one with an alligator that says 10x engineering. It's. Um, uh, Is the Jar Jar Binks one, the, one? Is that part of that too? I've I think seen, so. I've seen I think one so. with Jar Jar Binks, yeah. But I didn't know uh, what it was about. Oh, yes. Jar Jar Binks is the useless whiteboard interviews. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Right. There's one with a frog, essential Googling the error message. Yeah. Right. Like like using Stack Overflow, like all, all sorts of things, like the real things that, you know, it's it's pretty. Oh, gosh. There's one with Grumpy Cat. It says uh, blaming the user, a pocket reference. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have the perfect person to give that one to. If it was real. <laughs> Oh, resume-driven development. I mean, like, this is, it's just, it cracks me up. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I don't know who who's behind it, and I don't know, um, but it's just, it's pretty hilarious, these little kind of fake O'Reilly covers. And I'll, yeah. I'll include a link to the Twitter account okay. um, in cool. the show notes. <clears throat> but it's just, I was like, okay, this is this is fun. I like it. I just I love it when people recognize the kind of absurdities in our industry and make fun of it. Right. Because some of these things are pretty absurd. Yeah. Um, although, let's be real, I Google for the answer all the time. Yes. All the time. <laughs> Stack that, I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's really creative um, to do that. Mm-hmm. You know? So I, I think that's pretty cool. Uh, something along similar lines, maybe... Uh, even more absurd, but uh, and I'm probably the last person to find out about this. But my sister-in-law requested uh, something really ridiculous for her birthday, and it's um, I guess on Amazon you can order uh, cushions or pillows in the form or shape of emojis. So she yes. wanted the poop emoji. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming for one of her kids and one other one, and so there's like all the different variations of that that poop thing and then of course all the standard emojis you can actually buy them as pillows and have them shipped to your house i thought that was pretty ridiculous but hey i guess it's i don't know something funny for the office maybe you know to put in your cubicle it's very nerdy (laughs) so speaking of stuffed poop um (laughs) (laughs) there's um someone has created little plushies of poop and so there's actually a wombat poop plushie no way it's like in like little cube it's like little it's like little cubic uh type poops and you can buy them on etsy and someone was like we need this for the npm office and i was like i don't know how to respond to this (laughs) on the one hand hilarious on the other hand ew (laughs) (laughs) Everything exists. I don't know. It's uh, you can buy anything. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. Um, let's see what else. I uh, I came across. So I've been listening during during all this walking. Um, since I can't, you know, always just be talking to my four month old, I do a lot of podcast listening, uh, especially in the evening hours. And um, so I've been listening or getting sort of back into uh, listening to people in the PHP community and um, more specifically, I guess, the Laravel community. And that's, um, Laravel is sort of the new, well, it's not so new anymore, but it's a, it's the big, the big uh, framework now. And it's essentially follows the sort of the Rails uh, idea, you know, uh, con uh, convention over configuration. And um, it basically makes you highly productive. It's sort of along the same lines of things I've been talking about with Ember. Um, it seems like the the people behind it are more like product people. They're more oriented towards, you know, actually making something, uh, building mm. something fast. And I find that really, really interesting because what they're doing is they're they're taking the um, the building blocks they're using are are basically from the Symphony framework, which is uh, been around forever, and it's you know very I'd say sophisticated, um, very full featured, but kind of complicated. Um, you know you can do everything with it, but the components are not as simple. And what these guys have done, in my opinion, or the way it looks like to me, is they've they built sort of wrappers around them, or just use those as building blocks with abstractions on top of them to make things faster. <clears throat> excuse me, faster and easier, and one of the things what I actually wanted to get to is Elixir, um, which is not the Elixir that I've talked about before, but uh, it's um, it's basically a wrapper around Gulp. And the reason I, I brought this up is just I heard these guys talking about it in a way that, you know, so these are sort of full stack developers, I guess, and, um, you know, do mostly server side rendered um, PHP stuff with JavaScript, um, like Vue.js or something like that. Uh, I guess, I, I don't know what to call it, sprinkled in, you know, so it's not okay. a full full client-side uh, application in JavaScript. So they have to deal with, you know, asset, asset compilation and, and basically the whole build pipeline for JavaScript. And, you know, along the same lines of saying, okay, um, this is something that's always changing and it's hard to keep up with. Um, you know, yes, Gulp is there and Grunt is there and Broccoli and all the other things. They sort of standardized on this wrapper they just call Elixir around Gulp that pretty much is an abstraction around everything. I The way I, I see it is sort of like the 80%, right? Um, it does Babel, I believe, and all the, you know, minifying and uglifying, and it has a, a watcher and all this kind of stuff. But it's basically an attempt to to make like a, a standard build tool for the PHP folks that is easier to use and will most likely serve all of your needs, you know, if you're in this category of, of developers, you know, like I said, PHP people. Because this goes mm -hmm. sort of along the same lines as the things that Khalil has been saying, you know, we need to, we need to have like, a, a, I don't know, what is it, CLI.js or something like that, you know, a unified <laughs> yeah. thing, because there's just too many out there. And and this made mm -hmm. really a lot of sense to me because I see what these these guys are doing. You know, they're, um, 
I don't, I don't know what you call them, like product guys, I guess, or product people that mm -hmm. are more focused on, on getting something uh, out in front of people than, you know, doing the like most intricate, awesome, cool programming job, right? And um, so they've made themselves these tools that uh, enable them to do that. And they're actually really successful with it. So Laravel is, is um, it's got quite, quite a followership now. So anyway, I, uh, yeah, just thought that was something worth mentioning. That's neat. Yeah. I, I think it's really interesting to see how um, other languages or like languages will take kind of their favorite things from other languages and adopt them. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I don't know, do you think, do you think that'll eventually lead to one language to rule them all? Or do you think everyone will just continue, continue to iterate stealing some things from other languages, but then inventing new things for their own languages and then et cetera? Um, I think it'd probably be, you know, if you look at the communities, um, you know, this is the PHP community and sort of a subgroup of that, um, the Laravel community, which mm -hmm. is um, all about, you know, high productivity and doing things, you know, sophisticated things, but easier in an easier way. Like, you know, give me, it's sort of like I would, I would compare it to, you know, Photoshop and maybe Photoshop Elements. You know, mm -hmm. where Photoshop is like this insane tool that can do absolutely everything. And, you know, there's not, there's a lot of people that, that need that. But there's a much bigger group of people that could benefit from something like that if it was way easier. And that is why Photoshop Elements is, you know, very, very successful and, and useful. Because it, it sort of... Um, consolidates all these levers into things that are simpler and make more sense and still cover a very, very wide range of um, use cases, you know. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't know if it would be one language to rule it all. I think that's that's maybe far off. But, I mean, a lot of things already compile to JavaScript. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think if you look at into the communities, um, you see sort of some consolidation going on there. And um, that's probably going to be that way for a while, I would think. Um, mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, cool. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> um, Facebook's F8 event is happening now-ish. What is that? I don't even know. Um, Oh, so uh, Facebook every year has their kind of big annual, hey, this is what Facebook is doing. And it's, I think it's Facebook's attempt to do the uh, Apple Worldwide Developer Conference uh, sort of thing. Okay. Um, I don't know. I just can't, I can't get excited about it <laughs> because it's Facebook. Yeah. And maybe it's because, <clears throat> maybe it's because like, I I was one of the first users of Facebook, like not trying to brag or anything like that. But like once upon a time, I went to a school that was uh, like once upon a time, Facebook was just for universities. And the university I went to was one of the first universities to be on that list. Um, so I've been on Facebook since 2008 or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I can never leave because so many of the people that I know on Facebook, I don't 
like I don't uh, like that I've known in the past are on Facebook, but aren't on any of my other communication channels. So it is literally the only way for people to come in contact with me if they like haven't seen me in five years. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's Facebook. It's just Facebook. (laughs) Why? What is so innovative about face? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just like, I think so. Apparently, if you go to Facebook or the F8 conference, you walk away with like an Oculus Rift and like a phone or something. Wow. And so people are like, oh, cool. And I'm just like, I can't get excited about this. I have a phone and Oculus Rift makes me dizzy. So, <laughs> like, I just don't, I don't know. Yeah, I think, I mean, isn't it? It's, the, it's I don't know about you, but I, I go to Facebook. I don't know, every year once. <laughs> I have left many times and I can't remember the last time I logged in. I don't know what the reason for it was, but I've deleted my account several times. And I'm saying that in air quotes because you can't actually, at least when I tried it, you you couldn't because as soon as you log back in, it's all fine again. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, but yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. Yeah. It's um, It's for me, it's, yeah. We talked about this, I think. It's like, um, it's too much noise. I can't handle it. When I when I yeah. sit with my wife on the couch and she's got her laptop open and looking at Facebook, I get like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. but people would say probably the same thing about, you know, me looking at Twitter, scrolling through that like a maniac. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Although I will say this. All right. I'm going to retract my statement earlier. Just because I don't care about Facebook as a product, I think it should be noted because I'm like the worst at playing devil's advocate with myself. I don't know about anybody else, but I'm <laughs> I'm totally like like the oh, I have an opinion, and then like slowly creeping in the back of my head is like I have a counter opinion. <laughs> let me let me you know convince I, you I, otherwise. I know that feeling, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and I All think right. I know where you're going with this. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. So while I'm not the biggest fan of, pace, of Facebook, the, the product, uh, Facebook, the platform, is actually kind of fascinating. Mm-hmm. You think about all the technology behind it. The I mean, React came from Facebook, right? Um, everything, like scaling, scalability, and just the whole concept it's of... running PHP. Let's not talk nuts? about that. Isn't that uh, nuts? <laughs> It's like, it's not, but it's, it's like not really just PHP, right? It's like, it's like a weird PHP mutant because, um, anyway, um, yeah. (laughs) Uh, so, I mean, the technology behind it is actually kind of fascinating. Um, the fact that they need, that they have so many users around the world. Oh, oh, I read, I saw this really amazing preview of a talk um, talking about performance and uh, like it's, it's really common for people to be like, well, uh, why do I care if you can't see this on 2G? Because everybody has broadband internet. Everybody's phone does 4G LTE now. So I don't care if you can't load my page on a 2G network. Well, it turns out most of the people in the world are stuck on a 2G network. So if your if your website depends on so much JavaScript uh, that loads all the way, like that starts loading at the beginning 
like if, if you need to wait for all your JavaScript and all your images to load before any of your content does, they will literally be sitting there for about 10 minutes before they can see any of your yep. content, which actually means that they're not going to be sitting there for 10 minutes. They're never going to see your content because after about a minute, they're going to quit. Um, but Facebook has to think about this, right? Because their whole website is all about the fancy JavaScripts and the images and everything else. So how do they show the content, which let's be real in the last couple of years, it's turned into mostly images and videos and high, uh, like really heavy, chewy things. Mm -hmm. So, so I think it's interesting, like from a, from a, from the perspective of trying to be a quite literally a global company, not just multinational, but really global and trying to get people so addicted to your product that you have to be in on it. Um, all right, fine. You can have your no. little F8 event. And, <laughs> no, I know, completely agree. I agree. I mean, they are, you know, it's the biggest communication network on the planet, right? And <laughs> it is. Yes, you're right. And you're right. Um, I mean, yeah, the, the sheer the sheer size of the thing is is, is incredible, and um, it, that is is remarkable, and it is worth you know mentioning that that is remarkable because a lot of interesting things do come out of that, and and I have sort of the same. Um, thing with let's say you know Microsoft you know I I was on Windows all the way up to XP I think and then <clears throat> switched over to Mac and always had this like Ugh, you know Windows Ugh, because it's so terrible for development and all this kind of stuff but you know if you think about it really 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 amazing things came out of that in in the very early days and now again well actually all the time but uh, now again they're doing incredible things especially for us in the developer community uh, making things a lot simpler and and being very very innovative so yeah i mean it has this icky still for me this i guess kind of like facebook's like eh, you know whatever but but they are doing cool things and uh it's sort of there's two sides to it i guess mm -hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> I just want to hate it, yeah. but I can't. Speaking of Facebook, didn't um, they bought they bought WhatsApp right for like a bajillion dollars? Oh yeah, a while yeah. ago. And they, yeah, but um, WhatsApp just turned on end to end uh, encryption, I think, on all of their yeah. um, on all of their communications, and um, yeah. that is pretty amazing. And they, I can't, I think they are the second largest like network. Mm -hmm. After Facebook, if I saw that, if I remember that uh, article correctly, but um, they only have fifty people. They run that whole thing with fifty people, fifty developers, and everything. And uh, yeah, talk about scaling, and, and that's really, really, you know, a big deal. I guess a bigger deal in Europe, and they mm -hmm. they became very popular over here because they immediately, you know, had everything in all kinds of languages. And most mm. most people in the U.S. either don't know about it or don't realize how gigantic it is. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I remember hearing about the WhatsApp purchase and I was like, what's that? <laughs> yeah, I think it was, <laughs> was like, $19 billion. Like, holy cow. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. But, yeah. So internationalization matters, folks. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, they... they um, they turned on encryption because they, I guess, they want to be able to say when when they are approached 
for information. It's like, we can't get at it. <laughs> so yeah. They'll have to have yeah. the NSA tap into it and crack it for them, I guess. I don't know. Hopefully they're still in Europe and the NSA can't get to them. Ha ha ha. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Baby. Interpol. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I need to move to Europe just so I can learn all the like the equivalent lingo, right? Because y'all don't necessarily have the FBI and the NSA of your own versions of it. Oh yeah, I want to want to know what they are. Anyway, um, speaking. So this actually reminded me of an article I read probably a few weeks ago now um, about someone did a little bit of research or like, oh, well, I don't know if it was research. I think it was really more of a, it was a think piece on Medium about why Slack is so popular. Have you mm. seen this? No. Nope. Um, we'll have to dig it up. But basically, uh, you can look at different interviews from like with different people, including uh, Stuart Butterfield, who's the CEO of Slack, and being like, so why is Slack so popular? Because Slack has been value- valued at something ridiculous ridiculous like multiple billions of dollars um and they are making so much money so much money uh and so many people use it and they've only been around i want to say they've been around as long as npm has been around like i mean like npm the company not npm the product Mm -hmm. so um so like three years maybe and they are huge absolutely massive um i actually saw a commercial for them the other day i was like Huh. Why are you on TV? This is ridiculous. You're, you know, an app. Um, but uh, so, like, he asked Stuart Butterfield, you know, why, or someone asked Stuart Butterfield, why is Slack so popular? And and Stuart was like, well, because we care about the user and we've got good support. And we really thought about everything from top to bottom, um, you know, and really just cared about uh, developing a really quality product end to end. Um, and the author was like, okay, cool, whatever. And then talked to somebody else who was a designer and they were like, well, Slack really thought about the user experience. It's a beautiful application. It works on multiple platforms. It just works seamlessly. I mean, it'll go down every, what, once a year or something. Like it's pretty solid. Um, and it just, it really flows and et cetera, et cetera. And, and so the author's like, okay, cool, whatever. Uh, and then the author like thought about it and was like, I think the reason Slack is so popular is because it's, it's addictive. There is this notion now that if you don't follow along to what's happening in Slack, because, because so many companies have made it their central communication source, there's never an opportunity for you to be like, I didn't know about that or I didn't hear about that, or you didn't ask me. So you're always hmm. 100% pingable at any moment. Everything is logged forever. So you can always go back and see what decisions were made and when and blah, blah, blah. Um, and, and because you don't want to miss out on anything, you're going to log in constantly, constantly trying to figure out what happened, what's going on, what am I missing? If we're remote, like, what are things like what's happening in time zones that aren't my own and et cetera, et cetera. And so it's just this, like, they kind of like, that's, I think one of the major reasons why Facebook is so popular because there's this addictive nature of what is happening in my friends' lives. (laughs) Let me see their pictures and stuff in a way that Twitter isn't 
Twitter is not nearly as addictive, I think, because it's so all of the tweets are so ephemeral. They're just like, well, if I miss three days of tweets, it's not really the end of the world because people are just going to talk about something new. But Facebook, like pictures, are a thousand words and I don't know. Um, but I thought that was a really interesting perspective on why is Slack so popular. And uh, I hate to admit I'm on Slack constantly. <laughs> well, yeah, so, so am I. Um, <clears throat> I don't, I had never thought about the, the addictive component. Um, mm-hmm. But it is, it is true that it's, it makes everything a lot simpler. And I don't know if it's like, because, you know, it's different than email, for example, um, because mm-hmm. I, unfortunately, there's a large part of the corporation that I work for that does everything on email and drives me bananas because there's, there's emails with, you know, 30, 40, 50 um, messages going back and forth. And it's just, it's nuts, right? And trying to find anything in that mm-hmm. is horrible, right? When, yes. when some kind of decision was made. But in Slack, yes, I can follow everything. And yes, I can. What we've started to do is we make, um, you know, channels for specific larger projects or ongoing things. Um, mm-hmm. But finding stuff there isn't always that straightforward either. If it isn't, mm. um, you know, if it's something that's commonly talked about and you kind of know when maybe you can find it, but it's not that simple mm-hmm. either. And I don't know if they've solved the, you know, the whole document um, thing as as well as I guess it could be I don't know um, I'm just mm-hmm. comparing that for like for example to Basecamp Basecamp is sort of the older version I think of this mm. um, mm-hmm. and then there's you know these other project management things like I don't know uh, I don't know what, what am I trying to say it's, it's like I don't know if I found the best or maybe Slack is so far the best thing to sort of keep all of your ongoing conversations and documents and everything about a specific subject in one spot and being able to find it again. But uh, the searching, Mm -hmm. I don't know, isn't, I've tried to find stuff in the past and I've had a hard time with it. Let's put it that way, I guess. Yeah. No, that's totally fair. I mean, there's, I think if you, if you pay for Slack, you get a better search experience than if you don't, because, um, yeah, if I thought you, it was just uh, you don't have as much history saved, but yeah, actually... well, and, and that and that includes the search. Oh. So if it's more than ten thousand messages, mm-hmm. anything before that, they basically hide away. So you can't even really search for stuff that happened more than ten thousand messages ago, which kind of sucks. But if you pay for the product, um, which Sorry, friends on the reactive Slack, we're not paying $7 per person <laughs> hey, you know, per month. Maybe Khalil got a bundle of money, we could. <laughs> um, we need that money for other things, including <laughs> right, Rockbot's sorry. lifetime supply of pizza. <clears throat> um, so <laughs> so, so there, there's, there is that. Uh, but I should also note that Slack's uh, search is far superior to NPM search. So therefore... Uh, you know, my, my bar is really low. <laughs> <laughs> it's so low, so low. It's no Google, but it, it at least, um, what I do like about it is you, if you remember who said it and what channel, 
uh, and kind of a general sort of thing, you can you can you can narrow it down pretty well. Okay. Um, but if you uh, if you don't, and, oh, and the other thing is that I don't like about Slack is that you don't really have. Um, What's the phrase? Uh, so you can't really co- like follow a conversation. Like they don't have threaded conversations, if that makes right. sense. Yeah. You have different channels, but you can't respond to a specific line yeah. without like we've been kind of hacking around it by either copying and pasting the the thing that the person said and then responding to that immediately after so that people know this is what we're talking about. Um and you can use the little emoji con or react G, I think is what they're calling it, to like react to specific lines, and that's pretty cool too. But right, you, you can't, can't comment on a specific line. You can comment on like a a post or a code snippet, I think, but not yes. on a on a yeah yeah. And even then, like, so it's it's a little that part's a little funky <clears throat> because yeah. sometimes you really do. Like we have, we have a channel called, you know, the dub, dub, dub channel in NPM Slack mm-hmm. and everybody comes in there to ask the web team a question. So whenever we need to have like web team members only, we've created like a web team private channel mm-hmm. so that just the five of us can chat with each other as needed. And then like everybody else can come and chime in on things in the public channel which is a little weird because you're like, well, this doesn't really need to be private, but it's the only way that we can limit the people who get to talk about this particular Exactly, topic. and that's that's how we've solved that problem too is where yeah. it's it's not like is this is none of your business. Well, it kind of is. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it is like, it's it's limited to these people because they're the only ones that, you know, are important for these conversations, I guess. I don't know how else to say that, but um, yeah, yeah, because it, yeah, otherwise it gets too noisy. You can't just have one, one channel for everything, and then then forget it. Yeah, but you said that the search is better if you're paid. Does that only mean, or you only meant that you don't get cut off after the the tenth hour at the ten thousand mark, or is there actually a more advanced search experience itself? I don't itself? think so. I think it's, I think it's the same search experience. Oh, okay, um, it's just it, the, it just... the history. Yeah, you yeah. have the history, yeah. uh, which is really convenient. Um, yeah, but I think I think you can definitely make it better. Uh, you can ha- you can have a better search experience. Like I said, if you remember who said it in what channel, approximately the time ish uh, mm-hmm. that you had it. Um, and what I do appreciate about the search results is that you can see the messages that happened before and after. Yeah. That specific result, so that's kind of nice because then you can get a little bit of context. But mm-hmm. again, without the threading, it's yeah. it's possible that you completely lost it. I yeah. don't know. But uh, I think yeah. So so like I said before, the the addictive component that's something I hadn't thought about. The thing that I sort of liked about it uh, in in this organization that I'm working in is that you can easily bring in, um, you know like non-technical people, I guess. And it's, it's pretty easy to use. Um, I guess Google Hangouts is okay too, but it's kind of like, eh, you know, that's the thing we used before that. And you definitely forget IRC and, um, you know, Basecamp, I guess that's, I don't know. That's not, is there a free tier for that? Yeah, I think so. I thought so. I have no idea. I've never paid for it and I've always had somebody else. Yeah. Yes, there is. 
There is a free tier. It doesn't give you very much. I think you get one project. Okay. And you get a limited number of, of like, I don't know. Yes, but you have more flexibility in Slack because you can make channels and that's, there's no limitation there where I think right. Basecamp yeah, has that project limitation. Yeah, but yeah, it's just, I guess, yeah, the whole package is... So, so what those people said, you know, <laughs> that the guy was interviewing, they, I think they're all correct. I don't know. Um, oh, they're not wrong. Yeah, no, no. But I'm I just, think there's definitely the extra element of the addiction. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. FOMO. FOMO. FOMO is, is, is what you want in, yeah. in an app. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, I mean, oh. you can have it on your phone and everything syncs and you have it, mm -hmm. everything all the time. And, and I actually, you know, I rely on that. And I did that for, for um, uh, what's it called? Hangouts as well, you know, because so if I, you know, I'm six hours difference from the office. So I basically leave to go pick up my kids, you know, in the middle of the morning for them. And um, I can at least stay sort of in touch when I'm maybe waiting for them to get out or whatever. I can see a few messages or whatever. And uh, I know what's going on or I can answer something really quick, you know. Uh, so that, that is, it is convenient, um, but maybe not so healthy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you should just leave. Step away from it, you know, when you're not doing work. But uh, it's hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, ah, um, anything else going on that you can think of? Um, no, that's pretty much it for me. Uh, mm, I've pro same. there's probably been tons of things, but I've forgotten them. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I have to write everything down. This is terrible. Yeah, My just little... put it in the Slack channel. Yeah, I I use Slack for some stuff, but um, I and I know you you are like not in favor of email but i do use um google inbox for almost everything and that works quite yeah. nicely for me with those That's reminders right. and stuff so i forgot about that <laughs> no it's totally cool yeah. i will say i um so on my iphone i have given up on the calendar app and have started using google's calendar app it is beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. And I was like, wow, this is super, this is really nice. And I like that I can sync up my, my Google or my, my personal calendar mm -hmm. in with it as well as my work calendar so that I can just have it all in one. It's just, it's slick. It's, it feels good. It, it's really clear what's going on. Um, I only wish that there was a, an app version for my computer because I mm. hate I'm, I'm one of those people that like, likes to have different applications for everything yeah I, if I could keep my web browser closed at all times I would and this is this is in stark contrast to other people who oh, want wow, everything in their web browser yeah because yeah, I, I've actually started using it's kind of ridiculous but it, it makes to me it makes sense I have let me just go and check I have one two three four five six seven eight nine ten 10 pinned tabs that are basically, those are like apps, um, technically, mm -hmm. that I yeah. use. They just run in the web browser and that's just open <laughs> all the time. <laughs> so, yeah, and the calendar, Google Calendar is, is one of them. And it's funny that you say that because I've actually installed that as well. I haven't completely banished um, the Apple 
or the native calendar yet, but um, it probably will go from the home screen to one of the back things or into a folder okay. because I've replaced, you know, the, the mail app with uh, the Google mail client. Yeah. It's, it's mm-hmm. way, way nicer in my opinion. And mm-hmm. uh, the calendar, you're right. The design is nice and it, it's, it's more practical. And mm-hmm. the fact that you don't have to fiddle around with any extra sync configurations or anything like that, and it just works with your account <clears throat> is nice. And Google Calendar is actually, it's it's decent, you know. People send me invites from Exchange all the time, and uh, that just automatically goes in there, works fine. So mm-hmm. it'll probably replace the, the Apple Calendar as well <laughs> on my phone. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm still stuck with Apple Calendar on my computer. Yeah. So, but why uh-huh. why do you not like to have the, the web browser open? Why do you want to have separate apps? Um, I think a lot of it comes down to, I have, so because I work on the web um, and hate certain things that Google does, um, <laughs> I, I have, so, okay. Have you ever tried to have two accounts on your Google Chrome browser and then try to log into a Hangout? Yeah, you have to do, they have to work with the incognito window and stuff like that. It is the worst dance. It is the worst dance ever. So (laughs) what I've done instead is I use Safari for all work-related things and I use Chrome for Ah, all personal-related things. Okay. So um, in order to have things, oh, okay, so so there's two things. Number one, uh, Google Chrome can just start turning on all the fans for reasons that I don't understand. <laughs> yes. And so, so I've just, I've, I've, I've been trained. I've been trained. I've been Pavlovianly trained to just not have bra- like tabs open on Chrome just ever. So I just don't have my calendar on there. Um, and then because of the separate accounts between uh, Google and um and Safari, or like between work and personal, I want all of those calendars to be in one spot. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to see what's going on both personally and work-related-wise in one calendar. And while I know I could make that happen on, on GCal and the web app, then I would have to log into both of them, and then that causes all of the Hangout horribleness. So mm-hmm. it's just... For ease of everything and to make sure my fans aren't spinning 75 hours a day. Um, I know, I just what I know exactly what I just said. Um, <laughs> I, I just prefer to have a standalone app that will take care of everything. And I know that there are other apps like Sunrise and uh, Calendly. Or, no, no, it's a, there's some. Fantastical or cal- something. Yes, Fantastical. Yeah. That's the one. People rave about Fantastical. But. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know what, I have to pay, spend money. And One then more I have, thing to configure, yeah. Yeah, it's just, like, the calendar app is fine. It's not It's not the most beautiful thing, but it works. It works yeah. well enough, so. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, basically. Interesting. Yeah, so we have sort of a special use case. But that, yeah, sort of separating work and personal stuff, yeah. Mm. I mean, yeah, if. I, I just buy into the Google thing. It's I I don't care. It knows everything about me. <laughs> it just it's convenient. Yeah, they know what I'm doing before I even know. 
It's so creepy. My husband is bought into the whole Google thing as well. Not necessarily by choice, but because he has like, he, he just absolutely does not like Steve Jobs and everything that he's created. <laughs> I know. Gasp. Um, he does have a MacBook Air though. Um, but, but he just, he's like, well, I don't subscribe to to the Apple universe. Therefore mm-hmm. I will subscribe to the Google universe. Yeah. Um, and it is super creepy. Like there was a period of time where he would go to, the, he would go to the grocery store like twice a week, three times a week, but it was like, it fit into his schedule. So he just went at the same time for a couple of weeks. And then there was one week where like our schedules got kind of weird and he couldn't go. Like, let's say he was going every Tuesday come like the next week. It was like, he wasn't going to be able to go to the grocery store until Wednesday, but on Tuesday at 2 p.m., he gets a little notification on his phone saying, hey, you're late for work. You know, like, what? like it's like, what? <laughs> I mean, it didn't say specifically you're late for work, but it said like, hey, if, if you're trying to get to the grocery store by this time, you need to leave now. You're not right? following and your pattern. It's so <laughs> creepy. You're like, oh, my God. Because, of course, now it like... So it actually assumed for several months that he worked at the grocery store twice a week, uh-huh. uh, which would be fine, except for the fact that he doesn't work at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. It's like, uh... ah. Yeah. So, and then, and then when it like notifies him of when he needs to go to the airport and he never put that in his calendar or like, you know, just little things. You're like, that's super weird. Yeah. He's he's not a huge sports fan. I don't know. Anyway, there's like all these super little things that are just. Like, wow. Yeah, I, I know. It's it's like I just I've given up on that. It's like nothing. It's like we said last time or the time before. Nothing's private anyway, and you know, <laughs> if if Google knows that I I don't know buy my hardware at Home Depot instead of Lowe's, I don't care. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, you should care because what they're going to do is they're going to buy Home Depot. Probably, And yeah. then, you know, forced to use Google Shopping Cart or whatever yeah. their thing is. Anyway. <sighs> anyway. Okay. Um, we, have, we have a new person on the Slack channel. Oh, yes. I um, I even know who it is. Um, wait, please hold. Please hold. <laughs> Stefan! Yes. Welcome, Stefan. Hello. Welcome. And I um, <clears throat> don't think there's been anyone else new since then. Um, oh, and Alex K. All right. Yes. Very nice. Yeah. Welcome. So, welcome. Two new people. Yay! Awesome. High fives Yeah, to I all. promise I'll be back in Slack someday. Just not not too much lately. So. It's all right. It's totally cool. The first time's free. <clears throat> yeah, that was my all really right. terrible, terrible addiction addiction joke. Okay. Um, oh, and Tim Marnie. Welcome, Ooh, wow, Tim free. Arnie. Like literally just just joined thirty six minutes ago. Nice. Hello. Yay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, um, yeah. Yeah. Fido is reporting nothing new. 
All right. I'm, Fido just, must I'm just be not broken. even going to say anything more. <laughs> Fido just must be broken. Yeah, Fido's broken. And Thanks for so all the great nice. reviews. And, yes, uh, everybody's been it's really nice. <laughs> and you too can give us uh, a nice, happy review on iTunes. There's a link in our show notes, which you can find at uh, reactive.audio. Which... Right. And um, even though this, this is mostly for us to put smiles on our faces or to tell us what we're doing wrong or right, it actually does help people to find the show uh, because it, um, you know, goes into the Apple magic machine and brings us up in, in the ratings there and makes us more discoverable. So um, it does help. Uh, so if you have a minute, we would much appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Okie dokie. Well, I yeah. think, I hope Khalil will be back next week. Um, yes, I hope so that's, too. That's it for us. I'm, yeah. Um, good. I'm H. Gladagatz on Twitter. Yeah. I'll talk to you next week. <laughs> <laughs> and I am Rockbot on Twitter, and you can get uh, Khalil at Khalil Tweets. And you can totally tweet at all of us, or even just tell your friends about us uh, on Twitter uh, via at ReactivePod. So um, thanks, everyone, and chat with y'all next week. Have a good and, one. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye.